on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Ron and Anian. You make up a batch of Ron's soup. Find yourself a shop pen and fill it with PB. I usually inject some PB or some kind of rust penetrant in there. And transmission fluid. Transmission fluid does it. It works wonders. It really does. The car doctor. You don't think it might be uh, maybe a, a coil pack breaking down on me? Or... Why, why would you think that? Prove, prove your theory to me, brother. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian. The car doctor. Since 1991, this is is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, I think I've died and gone to heaven here at the Virginia Beach Convention Center, the Coastal Virginia Auto Show. We are live on AM 790 WNIS today, as well as the rest of the country, as we talk cars and uh, spend some time here this afternoon and uh, um, just, just, just get into the culture of what's out in front of us. I'm joined this hour by Daryl Drinkwater. He is the owner of Bay City Classics, a, um, a lawyer-turned-shop owner. Boy, there's got to be a story there, Daryl. Thanks for taking some time out of the show schedule today. Um, how, did, how did this all start? It went from law school to fixing cars. Hi, Ron. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm still an active lawyer. I had some cars go through some other shops and wasn't really... They weren't positive experiences. I thought I could do it better myself. And so I hooked are. up with the right people. We started with a small shop. We've already moved into almost 20,000 square feet. I've got 16 employees, and we're doing 40 cars at a time. Wow. And, you know, was it always cars for you as a kid, Daryl? It was. Uh, I was supposed to get a 1966 Mustang GT Fastback for graduation from high school. I wrecked my dad's car the week before graduation. He sold it without me ever seeing it, so I've always, always had the bug. Yeah. Did you collect matchboxes as a kid? I still do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's your favorite matchbox? I like Mustangs and Fairlanes, so I collect anything that's Mustang and Fairlane. Yeah, and, and there's a bunch of Mustangs and Fairlanes out here today. Do you have a favorite Ford out here among the crowd here at the Virginia Beach Convention Center? There's a beautiful Fairlane that's... I've seen a lot of shows. I've always listed it as one of my favorites. There's a good-looking Ford Bronco over here, and we've got a beautiful 69 Mustang Fastback in our booth that we built and we just revealed today. Um, you really, they say that, you know, Bay City Classics, you guys take old cars and you make them new. What are, what are some of the things that you do to them? Well, anything we can do to enhance the driving experience so the customer will get out and enjoy the car, put it on the road instead of leaving it in the garage. So we are doing fuel injection, we're doing suspension upgrades, we're doing brake upgrades. Anything to make it safer and more comfortable, add a couple modern conveniences, uh, modern stereos. If you wanted heated power seats, we can do that. You know, the sky's the limit. Has anybody ever brought you something, and um, I'm trying to think of how to ask this question. Like I have a friend that built a car, it ended up being a Chevy Nova, but it started out as an intake manifold. Um, you know, it's like, I've got this great, I've got a two, four barrel intake for a small block. I've got to attach this to a car. What do I want to build? And as it slowly took shape, it became a 67 shoebox Nova. Um, if I remember the conversation right, do you, do, you, do you have any that they bring you that and it starts that way? Well, I've never had anybody bring me a manifold on, no, but a lot of people come in with ideas and then we start developing what car they want. You know, they tell us how they want to drive it, what their plan is, you know, talk family considerations, does it need a back seat? And we start building from there. Is it something that you want to take to the track at times? Is it something you want to take to car shows? And 
when building a car for a customer, that conversation with the customer beforehand is absolutely critical. Because if you're not on the same page with the customer, the customer's not going to be happy in the end. So it's that, it's that pre-build interview that you must do. Absolutely. H how long do you think that takes? I mean, you, you must have a number in your head. Because I'm sure people have come in and you say, gee, this person's not really serious, right? We get a lot of that. There's a lot of dreamers out there. There's a lot of people that have great ideas and don't have the budget to back it up. Right. And we need to try and either, you know, rein the customer in and give a customer a reasonable expectation as to what we can do for them for their budget. Do you ever, and let's talk about that for a second, you know, how do you establish that budget? You know, how do you, how do you know? Do you, do they walk in, they tell you, here's the car I want to build. You must sit there and add it up. Okay, this is a $100,000 restoration and, and... Well, you start breaking it down into components. What do you want to do with suspension? Do you want to say stock? Do you want to go with a full Detroit Speed race package on it. Uh, you, you break down each, each major mechanical system and you start giving them options. And then usually when you come up with a budget that's way over theirs, you start breaking those options back down into something more basic, just to try and get within their budget. Do you ever, you know, how many times do you assemble the car? You know, because it's not put it together one time. I want the mm -hmm. suspension to look like this. Is it, does it get mocked up, taken apart, painted, put back on? How does that work? If, if it's a custom build, yes. We're going to mock everything up first. We need to make sure all the systems are going to work together. Uh, we don't want to be going back on a painted car trying to fill holes and, or fabricate or weld. You know, we want to have all that done up front before it ever goes into the body shop. You've got a couple of customer cars here today at the, uh, at the auto show. We're here at the uh, Coastal Virginia Auto Show at the Virginia Beach Convention Center. Um, you've got a 63 Corvette and a 67 Camaro. Tell us about those two cars. The 63 Corvette is a fairly stock restoration uh, it came in, it had rust in the frame, it had some body issues. We had to completely go through, strip the car down, fix the fiberglass, source a, a correct frame for it, uh, build it back basically to stock. The only aftermarket parts on it are, are the vintage air conditioning. Do you find it harder, the older the car, to find somebody that either has the parts or knows the process to bring that car back to original? With a lot of the older cars, you know, there, there's so much aftermarket support for, you know, if it's a Camaro or a Mustang or most of the classic trucks, you can build them out of a catalog. Right. Uh, you start getting some of the rarer cars or some of the rarer options, those can be just difficult to source and difficult to find somebody that can restore them if we can't do it in-house. Is there anything you won't work on? I'm putting you on the spot. I know, Daryl. I, I, but, is, you know, what's your forte? Just we, everything? No, we, we basically specialize in American classics, hot rods, and muscle cars. We try and avoid European, Japanese. We believe it's important to do what we know and what we're comfortable with. It's, a, a man's got to know his limits, brother. If somebody comes in and says, hey, we want you to do this, I'm going to say, this is not our area. We will do our best. We will work with can, but... But if somebody... Let me finish that sentence for you. If somebody has... If you've done... To a Chevelle and a Camaro for somebody and they're a good customer and they bring you a Ferrari you're more comfortable because you know what their expectations are and you know what they're looking for yeah we just did a Lotus for a customer a couple years ago it was that situation he had right. other cars with us right and normally it was not something we'd have taken on but we did it as a favor for him and he was happy with the results right because you, you, you he understands because how many times does this happen I'm sure there are weekly meetings at at, at, at Bay City Classic we're here talking with Daryl Drinkwater of Bay City Classic 
um, you know, I'm sure there's weekly meetings where, well, we've got to take that car apart again because this didn't come out right, right? Yes, and, and I, that's my job to come in and do the final nitpicking and all of that, and I'm not shy to send a car back into the paint booth to say, no, we need to fix this. This car's got to be perfect. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I really do. Um, what was your first car? My first car was a 1976 Ford Elite, which was the big boat Ford version of the Mercury Cougar. It was a, an option on a Torino. Now, did you have that before you had your driver's license? It was a family car. Okay. So that kind of became Daryl's car. They knew that Daryl was going to get to keep that car. And, um, and, Until and, Daryl wrecked it right before graduation and didn't get the Mustang. Yeah, and didn't get the Mustang. Um, do you have one that got away? I had a 68 Mustang convertible uh, that I sold to buy an engagement ring 25 years ago. Wow. Um, sold it for about a third of what it was worth. Got the engagement ring back about three months later. and Wish you still had the car. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, brother. We won't go there. Uh, not on radio. Painful memories. Painful memories. Yeah, we all, we all have those. I, um, uh, there's, there's a lot of humanity to cars. Absolutely. Yeah, there really is. Um, and you're a big guy. I have to say, how tall are you? 6'3". So when the boss comes in 6'3", what are you, like 220, 230? I wish. Yeah. And, and, you know, when the boss comes in towering over everybody and you say, this car is not right, I bet everybody pays attention. I hope so. Yeah, I bet they do. Um, so um, tell me about the Camaro real quick. you got a minute. Uh, the, the Camaro is... A 67 Camaro that's here today. Beautiful car. Uh, came in to have an engine replacement. Customer decided on a paint job. We found quite a bit of rust when we blasted it. Right. Ended up with a lot of pa panel replacement on it. But it's got a 598 big block in it, fuel injected, absolutely beautiful car. So I guess this is sort of like restoring the kitchen in your house, right? The mm -hmm. wife says, I want a new kitchen. You put the kitchen in, and then all of a sudden the living room doesn't look so good. Mm -hmm. And then the foyer doesn't look great. And then, gee, you know, the paint going up the stairs needs to be done. And before you know it, you're re-chroming the bumpers. That happens. People come in and want a paint job, and then that, that old trim doesn't look very good against that new paint job. And all of a sudden it's all new trim. And... They start putting money into it, and it's like, well, let's do the brakes, let's do everything else. So they, most, most builds tend to escalate. Pick a car here at the Virginia Beach Convention Center, Daryl, before I let you go, that they have to come down and see if they're so inclined. Other than yours, I'll make it, I'll make it even harder on you. Other than the uh, 63 Corvette you've got over by you and the 67 Camaro, if there was one car here that's a standout, what, 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 what knocks your socks off? There's a 69 Camaro uh, sitting over close to our booth that's got a big block in it, lots of carbon fiber. The gentleman that built it did most of the work himself. It's an awesome build. It's full Detroit speed. Love it's that car. Worth seeing. Absolutely. Cool Daryl, where can the listeners go get more information? Uh, they can uh, come by our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com, Bay City Classics, or come by the shop at 6970 North Military Highway. We like showing off the shop and giving tours. Yeah, I can tell. You're a good guy, Daryl. I thank you for taking the time, and I'll let you get back to your booth. I'm Ron Anning, The Car Doctor, live at the Virginia Beach Convention Center. We're back right after this. Welcome back. Ron Anning, The Car Doctor. We are live at the Virginia Beach Convention Center, the Coastal Virginia Auto Show. And we're uh, here talking now. Let me see my notes. Some guy named Alan. Yeah, that'd be me. That'd be you. That'd be me, man. Um, now, man, listen, let me see. You're 20 years on radio. You are on US 106.1, America's Country Station. I've got a real DJ, a guy that knows his way around the microphone. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. But, uh, Can you but, help me? I've been hanging out in the studio a little bit, and that's all. Uh, that's okay, man. That's cool. Because, see, you're here because your claim to fame is you're a car guy. I am. You know, it's... It, 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 
it's something about the whole automotive culture has, you know, my grandparents to my parents, I've always been a car guy. And we decided a long time ago, let's use the radio stations to kind of put together some automotive events and here in Hampton Roads and run with it. And since it's a hobby, why not do something that I love, you know, every day? And so let's go, all right, we'll put together a car show. And, and, and all of a sudden, here we are at the, uh, at the Coastal Virginia Auto Show. <laughs> exactly right, um, yeah. Uh, what do you have in your stable? I'm looking here, Alan, you've got a, a 32 Coupe, a, yes. an M3, a Ducati, a 73 F250, an X5. Your taste runs all over the scale. A little bit, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm ADHD in, in uh, real life. I am ADHD in my taste in vehicles. I mean, I've had it all. My very first car was a yellow 1968 Mustang. Uh, you know, paper route, saved the money up. I bought it in 1994, and uh, it's it's been a passion ever since. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not loyal. A lot of people, you know, kind of judge me a little bit because I'm not brand loyal. Are you a Ford guy or are you a Chevy guy? Man, I'm a car guy. If it's, got an engine, if it's got an engine and it's got a steering wheel and it's got a motor, I love it. So tell me about the show we're at today. So the Coastal Virginia Auto Show really came from Jeanette, who is running around here as well. You know, we, we sat down and we, we realized that the car culture is fantastic and everybody has a love of cars, but sometimes they like to pigeonhole themselves into certain areas. So you got the import guys over here and you got the classic guys over here and you got the antique guys over here and the truck guys over here. But then I think there's a lot of people like me out there that like them all, you know, that, that really have a taste for everything. So we said, how can we get everything underneath one roof? Well, using the power of the radio stations, we've got multiple stations. We said, what if we help promote all of their events all of their charity events, and we kind of get behind the car culture here in our area, and we develop, uh, you know, help them, you know, get out there having a turkey thing, or they're doing a fundraiser for someone who's passed away, or whatever the case may be, a, a meet in a parking lot. Let's get them all together. Let's help them. And then when it's time for us to put our show together, hopefully they'll reciprocate. And they really have. And, and you can see, looking out here on the floor, the way everybody is, you know, getting along, exchanging ideas, sharing stories, the conversation. You know, it's, it's, it, it always amazes me that... You, you, you'll see it now. You'll see a custom car out cruising the street. It breaks down. You see a custom on the side of the road with its hood up. Within two minutes, there's seven guys that want to help. Absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. You, you know, because it's, 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 that's the culture. And I think the other thing, too, and, and I think that sometimes we overlook this, I think it's almost the responsibility of those in the culture to pass that down. And so to be able to have shows like this, you know, I remember walking with my uncles or with my grandparents and having that nostalgic moment of where my grandfather would be like, oh, you know, I had this 1968 Corvette or I had, you know, my uncle had this. I think it's also kind of our responsibility to help bring that younger generation into the fold as well, you know, develop that love of vehicles. And a show like this does that, you know, that, that's what I love to see. I like seeing the adults walking around but I love seeing the kids. Right. You know, that's, that's what I like. See the little boy that's right in front of us right now playing with his diecast car. He's been there the whole show. He's been here the whole show. And to hear, you know, dad or grandpa sit here and explain or take it back to first date with mom or, you know, this, you know, football game and they were riding around in the back of this convertible Bronco. That's what I love the most about the show. The cars are beautiful, but I love just eavesdropping on people's stories. Right. Because, and there's always a story. There's always every, a story. Every car here, and I believe there's 250, maybe 300 cars, depending on the moment, here inside the Virginia Beach Convention Center. Every car has a story on, how, on how it got here, how it came to be. Some of them multiple stories. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and that's, that's the fun part about it. And, 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 you know, whether it's my 32 Coupe is a resto mod. You know, I totally respect those people that are all into all original and taking something and just keeping it as pure to its original form as possible. But, man, I sure do love a resto mod as well. You know, right. and I think that's what's really cool about this show is that you're able to just really – get it all in soak it all in underneath one roof and today with the weather being bad outside it's the perfect place to be sheltered from that from that mess out there and some of the cars that are here just you know they they strike a memory 
for example, coming in the front door, there's that, there's a, um, I, I believe it's a, is it a 66 or 60? I think it's a 66. 66 yeah. Corvette, that would have been a, 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 a Roadster. Right. Yes, sir. That's a yeah. roadster, yep, yep. a big block roadster. Yeah, they did a big block speed. swap, yeah. and they didn't put the the. Uh, it, it still has uh, manual uh, steering in it. Right. So no yeah. power steering. Right. So it's you can have arms like gorgeous yeah. George. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's. We had a um, and that car is here. Okay, and and I looked at that car, and I remembered as a kid, where my first job, Charlie's parents had given him a '66 Corvette Roadster like that. That was the used car in the family. Oh, that's in amazing. the early '70s, and yeah. Charlie would take me out. Um, after work, I didn't have my license. He did. He would take me out, and we'd go to parking lots and do donuts. Uh, <laughs> don't tell anybody. Um, yeah. and, and that was the goofy stuff that cars bring back in you that you remember. And, and you know, that's always something cool about, you know, people talk about the proverbial bar, barn find. Everyone likes that. But I like it when I know a really good story about this was this, this was this, this right. is where this came from. I like that, too. You, you know, yeah. I like to know, like, hey, this was who, whoever from Mrs. Jones who lived around the corner. And it was, I like that as well. You know, there's, and, and they're still story. out there. Still out there. And, you know, you can tell a car guy because a car guy kind of cruises the neighborhoods. Yep. Like, before I go back to Jersey today. I'm going to have to take a ride in a car and look for some open garage doors and, you know, see who's got what sitting in the garage and maybe we can go borrow it. Well, it's funny is uh, my coupe right now, again, I've got, I got a 32 Ford coupe, came from uh, Barrett Jackson. It was actually Rick Hendricks. And uh, it's actually neat if you watch the Rick Hendricks documentary, the car's in the, in the back there. And when my garage door's up, that's when the neighbors stop. Right. Yeah, that's when they stop. They come over, they walk, when we sit down and have all kinds of conversations um, because the, the door's up and they, they see that grill and they see those two lights looking out and at them and it draws them in like a moth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, uh, Alan, in, in the closing 30 seconds, what are you going to say to everybody out there to say, hey, get on down here today before this weekend is over? You know, this is it. You know, not only is it past memories, create some new ones. Uh, come down here to the Coastal Virginia Auto Show. Need more information, go to cvautoshow.com. But literally take a walk through nostalgia or your future, whether it's something that you dreamed of in the past or a car that you're dreaming of that you'd like in the future. Uh, all the toys that you can imagine are underneath one roof at the Virginia Beach Convention Center. Alan, thanks for taking the time. Some thanks, guy man. named Alan, man. Listen, I'm going I'm to have to start tuning in some country music. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm ready. Um, if I need a co-pilot, you're the guy. Somebody's got to listen to them, my mom. I'll tell you what, brother. I'll be there for you. I'm Ron and Andy the Car Doctor. We are live at the Coastal Virginia Auto Show. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back. We're on the end of the car doctor. We are at the Coastal Virginia Auto Show at the Virginia Beach Convention Center. And um, our next guests are Rachel and Arliss. Um, I've got one to the left, one to the right. And uh, the deal here is this is Happy Wife, Happy Life. They've created a monster truck, and there's a story here that uh, I'm going to start with Arliss. Arliss, tell us the story that uh, generated all this. Well, uh, split personality, um, the name came from, uh, I guess, um, I will say from... Uh, I like to call her Crazy Rachel once in a while because uh, <laughs> we all know how that works. But we just decided that um, there's a story there. I can tell. We uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. We needed to come up with a name that um, showed off our uh, our best traits and uh, what not name better than uh, split personality because you know sometimes uh, life gets a little hectic and it uh, you know the crazy comes out in all of us, right? Right. It's it's and it was his dream. Rachel yes. to you know and and 
how did this get started, this monster truck? So when we first started dating, he said he wanted to own his very own monster truck one day. And so it was his dream to have a monster truck. And we've just worked really hard to make it happen and let him fulfill his dreams. Now, now who created what? Um, who, who put the truck together? And I'm going, who wants to tell me that story? Well, the, uh, the trucks were built um, by a company out of uh, Del Mar, Delaware, the metal shop. The metal shop, shout out, woo! Um, <laughs> We had ordered uh, our ride truck first, which is the, uh, the longer of the two, and that is a uh, truck that carries passengers in the back, and then we led into a, uh, a race truck as well, which is the, uh, the shorter of the two, the two trucks. There's a story, though, involved. How did the name Split Personality come to be? So we originally were going to name the truck Dune Digger, since it's from here in Virginia Beach, and we were going to have King Neptune, which is a Virginia Beach kind of theme coming out of the ocean and our truck running down the beach to hide from it and because of some other monster trucks that had that name in it we decided not to use it and we had another name we decided not to use and then he'll tell you split personality came from me but it really came from him um, in some of his hijinks so we just decided to go with split personality, and it split up as a guy side on the truck and a girl side on the truck to appeal to both little boys and little girls. Arliss, are you a bad boy with that truck? I get down, baby. <laughs> I can tell. Um, I can I can tell who the troublemaker here is in the bunch. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, do you have any kids? But probably um, I can. We, we have, have two. Uh, you probably have three. We have two. Um, well, yes, yeah. I have three. Together, has, we have two. He has two. Yeah, I can tell that. Um, that's what's going on here. Um, this is the first time this truck's being seen here in Virginia, right? It's the first time it's being displayed here in Virginia Beach. That's right. We thought, what not a better opportunity than here in its hometown, Virginia Beach. Yeah. Yee, yee. Hey, um, uh, there's a lot of custom stuff to these trucks, right, to this truck? Everything on it is custom, right down from the, uh, the planetaries, the axles, the tires, um, the uh, the seats the seats are actually custom made to you so when you're in that thing and you're airing it out at 30 foot in the air uh, you got to be safe um, steering everything all the components are designed for the driver driver comfort and most importantly driver safety uh, you're wearing safety gear yes you have a fire suit which we have on display um, a uh, specialized helmet um, you have a uh, five point harness. Uh, quick release, and again, the seat is specially made with 40 different measurements to one's individual uh, spectrum, if you will, full what, circle. What did, what did it cost to build? I don't know which way to turn here. What, what did it cost to build this? <laughs> A whole lot of money. Besides that, we're taking donations, right, <laughs> to offset. But um, it, it costs it, both of our college tuitions for our kids, basically. I mean, we probably have over a half a million dollars between both the trucks with our setup. We have an inflatable bounce slide that normally travels with us that's custom built and matched to our trucks as well. Now, the most important question, who picked the color? Uh, uh, I'll tell uh, you. I knew there was a story <laughs> here, folks. god-awful teal. This good-looking guy right here had nothing to do with. Right. No. Uh, we sat down together and... We picked the colors originally based off of the Dune Digger theme that we were thinking of. 
Um, I really wanted teal. He didn't want teal. The makers of the truck kind of snuck some in for me. And he'll tell, he won't admit it, but he likes it because we put more of it on the race truck. Afterwards. No, now that we're in public and she can't hit me, I don't like the teal. I do not like the teal. So are we changing the color anytime soon? No, I'm probably not going to do that because I don't wear the pants in this relationship. <laughs> I'm running Annie the Car Doctor here with America's Car Show, providing family therapy during the hours of, uh, um, you know. Yeah, I can, I can see this. So um, uh, before we take this fight even more public, um, uh, what are the future plans for the truck? Which one are you? Um, we'd like to do as many events as possible. The, the whole thing is just connecting with the fans, connecting with the kids. Um, I want to pull more little girls into the sport. I want little girls to love monster trucks as much as little boys do. Arliss? I, um, monster trucks. No, on a serious note, um, well, you have, uh, you know, Monster Jam, which, you know, if, we, uh, if we're invited, we're going to participate. We've got a show, a big show coming up in uh, Maryland. Is it Maryland? December? It's, yes, it's Salisbury, Maryland at the Wicomico County Civic Center, January 31st yeah, and um, February 1st. You know, she, she really keeps you on track. Well, she has to. <laughs> Somebody does. <laughs> yeah, right. because I'm left field. Right. Um, I'm a monster truck driver. What do you right. expect? But, you know, um, we're going to, uh, wherever we can interact, you know, uh, with our fans, and, and that's what's important to us. You know, I mean, they are monster trucks, and it is a business, but, you know, at the end of the day, you want to promote something fun, entertaining, and furthermore, you know, my background, I came from absolutely nothing, and just building a business, and, you know, what we have, and dreams do come true if you're willing to work for it, and willing to do what you're supposed to do, and, and put in every day, I mean, you, dreams can be a reality as well. Because in reality, split personality as a monster truck is a business. Yes, Rush Slowly Ventures owns uh, split personality, the name, that's correct. Right, yes, and it, it's, and that's what this is about. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hobby that started with a passion that created a business. Exactly. And so our, our, we, we have merchandise, we have t-shirts, we have flags, sunglasses, we have all kinds of things over there. That funds him when he breaks stuff on the race trucks driving crazy. So. What, what, what does it cost Whoa. to run the truck one event? Is one right? event? Well, my last event, <laughs> I took the number one piston and threw it right through the bottom of the block, so that was $35,000. In one day. <laughs> in one day. That was in the first 25 minutes. So we had hot dogs for dinner that night. I didn't even get that. I had to sleep on the couch. We got an RV and the heat broke. Does, does he get in trouble when he breaks the truck? Uh, no, I'm pretty easygoing. I, you know, I, I just tell him whatever he does. Just keep in mind that when my seat comes in, that I get to do the exact same. Right. There you go. So she's yeah. got your number, brother. I don't I know that? Yeah. You know? Listen, if you um, got a couch, I'd keep it warm because I need a place to stay. Yeah. Hey, come to New Jersey, man, anytime, brother. All right. Listen, where can the listeners go get more information? Um, you can go to our Facebook page, which is Split Personality Monster Truck Team. We also have an Instagram as well, and we always are posting pictures as well as our upcoming events. And we'll look for the upcoming events there as well. Arliss, Rachel, thank you for taking the time. I'm having a great time here at the Virginia Beach Convention Center at the Coastal Virginia Auto Show. I'm Ron Anini, the car doctor, and we are coming back right after this. Welcome back. We're on the, of the car doctor. We are, boy, here's a segment I don't think I've done in my 28 years on radio. We are at the uh, uh, Coastal Virginia Auto Show at the Virginia Beach Convention Center. And to my left, I have a young man that has sat here through the entire performance. And I think he's probably one of the number one car fans here today, Bowen. And I believe his granddad is to my right, Danny McManus. Thank you, gentlemen, for both coming up. Bowen. Thank you for having us. Oh, you're very welcome. Bowen, can you uh, talk into the mic and tell America, what is it that you like about being here at the Virginia Beach Convention Center? Hi. Hi. 
Hey. Well, yeah, more than hi, kiddo. Come on, you're, you're, you're here. You were dancing around before. Do you like this car show? Yeah, you don't know cars? Yeah? Talking to the mic. Talking to the mic, Bowen. Uh, can you tell me again? Uh, how old are you? Four. Four. Um, and you're here at the convention center today doing what? Telling, asking what we did last night. What'd you do last night? In the camper. What did we do last night in the camper? What did you do last night in the camper? You don't know? Uh, what's that car in your hand? All of a sudden, he's camera shy. Danny. I'm telling you, he's usually not it's this camera shy. Car. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. Um, uh, so, so last night we bought a we bought him a little um, the smallest. Matchbox car, right? And it jumps, and we did super slow motion jumps on video. Yes. It, it's, is he the next generation of car collector? I hope so. Yeah. So I raised three daughters, and I was blessed with my first grandchild be a car guy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> are you a car guy? Are you? Maybe. A, are you maybe? A, maybe? Oh. Um. So, because I remember growing up, that's all I wanted was a car. Yes. You want a car? Yes. What kind of car you want? What kind? A blue car. A blue car. Doesn't matter what kind? Yeah. He likes that blue car, the 67 Chevelle. Oh, you like that 67 Corbin. Chevelle? Do you like that 67 Chevelle that's out in front of us? Out in front. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. So, maybe. Sound is good on radio, Bowen. Trust me, brother. Yeah, don't do dead zone. No, no dead zone. Danny. So I brought him here to show him all the cars I wish I didn't spoiler. sell. I went one with a spoiler. Oh, really? Um, yeah, anything with a spoiler, right? And he's just, he's been out in front watching the show. Yes. And just, just, he's yeah. enthralled by cars. He's enthralled by, he loves cars. He buys, that's all I buy him now is cars. And we play with cars. And as I said, I was bringing him here to show him all the cars I wish I had kept instead of sold. And, and tell him the stories behind him. And, and how many cars have you, have you sold? 27. What was your first car? 68 Chevelle, 383 with a four-speed, no vinyl top. I actually have 50 <laughs> cars. You got 50? You have more than me, then. And, and, and those are matchbox, right, Bowen? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. What's he going to drive, you think, when he gets his first car? Well, there's a Bronco out in front of his dad's house. I think his dad's going to rebuild unless they sell it. Yeah. And I'm Eddie Bauer. Go for a go-kart. He's starting to warm up to this. Oh, yeah. You like this, Bowen? Yes. In, yes. in 20 years, you could take this gig from me. You know that. <laughs> you could be the next car doctor. Yes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I've got a volunteer. So passing the baton. It's so, important to pass the baton, Yeah, right? because I think they should do more stuff. Like, I go to motorcycle functions, too, and they let them ride the little electric motorcycle. They get the little small kids involved. I like involved to ride in... motorcycles. Yes, you do. Yeah. They should have more stuff for kids to do to get them more involved in cars, like even mm -hmm. maybe fixing them, like bring them up to something that isn't, isn't working and give them two tasks to do to the car, then they can ride it around a track once. Because more than restoring the car, you're restoring the person. 
Oh, yeah, it gives them a sense of accomplishment. Right. I can remember my Saturday nights were spent in a garage getting my car fixed right. so I could go out on Sunday and drive it around and show it off. Right. And the value of and, and, and of doing it myself. And respecting it for what it was. And I didn't have the money to pay somebody else. Right. <laughs> oh, there he goes. What did he say? We were cr- the car went, last night we built things to let it crash through, uh-huh. little paper things. And then, we, and then it went through the cup. It landed in the cup. Do you have a favorite car, Bowen? Mm. Besides the blue one? What do you think of this copper color, this orange colored car right here? Yes. You I like, like that? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think about that one over there, the, the, the dark blue? Um, I think I like the silver one. You like the, you like the other one better? I like the silver one. Yeah? He knows what he likes. Silver. He likes the colors. You're right. He the likes silver. the colors. He's not prejudiced. I'm a Ford guy. He's not prejudiced. Yeah, he likes Chevys. And he likes them all. He likes them all. You know what? That's as long as they can jump. As long they as they can jump, jump something. That's yeah. the my nanny right there. Oh, that's Grandma? Uh, say hi to Grandma. Okay, you know what? Can you say, can you tell America that we're going go to go to commercial right now? Can you do that? Yes. Okay, say that. Say, we're going to commercial. We'll be right back. We're going on the commercial. We'll be right back. And I'm Ron and Annie in the car doctor, and we'll be here for you. Stay tuned. Welcome back. We're the car doctor as we kind of wind it down here at the Coastal Virginia Auto Show, the Virginia Beach Convention Center. I'm joined this segment, this, this portion of the show, by Dan Woods of Chop, Cut, Rebuild, and my kids are going to be so excited. Degrassi. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to date you, Dan, but um, welcome aboard, sir. Uh, Thanks. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, you're hosting the show this year with uh, Tom Cox, are you not? Yeah, the two of us are um, working together, co-hosting. Uh, this is the third year that I've been here. And, 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 and what can you you know, tell the listeners that are out there that um, want to get down here, or maybe they're thinking, eh, should I get down there? We're here tonight till 7. They're here all day tomorrow, 10 to 6. Uh, what are they going to miss if they don't show up? Well, you know, this is the third year that I've been here, and every year has been different. So even if you came last year and you think to yourself, well, I already saw it, no, you didn't. It's completely different this right. year. There's, and, and there's a bunch of stuff here. That's, yeah. that's the only way I can describe it. There's a little of everything and a lot of this. And, yes. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah it's a great mix. There's, uh, over 250 cars are in the building itself, and then there's another 75 in the lobby. There's 60 uh, motorcycles that are on display here. Uh, there's all kinds of, of classics, Duesenbergs and, and Lincoln Zephyrs and, uh, you know, 63 vet split windows. You, there, it's just a, a huge collection and a really, really nice wide variety of vehicles. Uh, do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah, all of them. <laughs> you can't take them all home. If you could take one car home, which one would it be? Uh, which is w- one's worth the most? Uh, no, come on. It's not about the money, right? It's, it's, you know, just look at what's in front of us, okay? Look at the little yellow. That's a Honda. What is that? I yeah, I don't know what that is. But it's, you, you know, it's, it's an cool. older little yellow Honda something. I can't. That was like from the, is that from the 60s or the 70s? Uh, I think that's uh, probably like an early 70s car. Yeah. That um, might have been one of the very first Hondas to come out. I think I kind of remember those with all the carburetors and the vacuum lines. Ooh, <laughs> that's right. uh, yeah, those weren't, those, those weren't any fun when they were stock so but uh, look at look at further on the next row right camaro yep. mustang corvette split windows i think a 63 split window has probably got my heart yeah, take one of those home yeah that'd be a cool yeah. thing so uh, dan I'm, uh, I'm i'm glad to have you this segment it was so short uh website where they can get more information cvautoshow.com cool beans hey um i'm ron and the car doctor is uh, we wind it down here at the virginia beach convention center at the coastal virginia auto show we've had a a slew of 
guests, and uh, I'm glad to have everybody. It's been a uh, great time. Till the next time, as always, I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive, they're priceless. Yeah.